Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries. I'm your host, John, and today I'm going to be using this, the Realm Fables Sandbox Creator booklet that I got recently from Kickstarter. And in it, it details a simple system for using playing cards and dice to create a very simple point crawl or sandbox. And I'm just going to be following this procedure today just to see how I think it works and whether it creates an interesting sandbox. So if that sounds like something you might be interested in, keep watching the video and we'll be getting to this straight after the music. I'm going to be using this lovely set of playing cards that I got online. I'll put links in the description of where you can get those in case you're interested in and this big handful of dice. I'm also, as I showed you before the intro, going to be using the Realm Fables Sandbox Creator booklet that you can see here. So I don't need these dice for the minute. Let's get them out of the way. And the first thing to do is to roll a big D6 to determine which of the biome tables I'm using. And you can see here, I've got a number two, which if I have a look in the book is the Wasteland Sandbox biome, as you can see here. The next thing I'm going to want to do is lay out some cards in a grid pattern. So let me get my nice new cards here. And before I do anything, let's give those a little shuffle. Looking lovely, as you can see. Now, if I can manage to not drop them as I'm trying to shuffle it, I'll give them a quick shuffle. And then I'm going to lay out a grid of cards. The book recommends eight is a good starting point, two rows of four. So that's what I'm probably going to go with in this short example video. Okay, so let's start laying out our grid of cards. In the top row, we have the Eight of Spades, followed by the Two of Hearts, followed by the Five of Hearts, and the Six of Diamonds. In the bottom row, we have the Nine of Clubs, followed by the Eight of Clubs, the Ten of Spades, and the Ace of Diamonds. Each of these cards represents a distinct area in our sandbox, with the actual overall terrain of each individual area being determined by both the suit and the number on the card, and the biome table that we are looking on. So for instance, if I look at the cards we've got on the Wasteland Sandbox biome that we're using, I can see along the top row, we have the Eight of Spades, which is isolated planes of dry earth and dust. We have the Two of Hearts, which is a red canyon battered by strong winds. We have the Five of Hearts, which is rolling dunes of golden sand. Six of Diamonds, which is golden lands of shining earth. And on the bottom row, we have the Nine of Clubs, which is a sprawling desert and stone spires. We have the Eight of Clubs, which is split earth above a fiery abyss. The Ten of Spades, which is a mountainous sandstone heights. And the Ace of Diamonds, which is burning wastes with a magical aura. So now that we have our eight different terrain areas laid out, I'm going to roll a d20 for each of these cards to determine the principal point of interest in each area of terrain. And there are four d20 tables, d20 location tables, in the sandbox creator, 
one for each of the various different suits on the cards and you're encouraged to think about how your rolled locations can match your sandbox style okay so i'm going to start rolling my d20s the first one is a six and it's for the spades which means tournament grounds and then as I went to roll this dice, I realized it was actually one of those with a 0 to 10 on it twice. So, now nah, I don't think I'm going to be using that. Here's an actual D20, so let's crack on with that. And I've got 4 for the suit of hearts, which is a circus. Next, we have a 17 for hearts, which is a university. roll is a five for diamonds and that is a zoo then on the bottom row we have a 20 for clubs which is a crossroads our next roll is let's see what we get is a six for clubs which is a chasm Then we have an 11 for spades, which is ruins. And finally, we have a 10 for diamonds, which is a tavern. So now we've got our eight areas of terrain and we have a principal point of interest for each of them. The next thing that the booklet recommends if you're doing a point crawl is to establish easily traversable connections between the different areas of terrain. And the way the booklet recommends you do this is for every card edge where there is potentially an exit or an entrance onto another area of terrain, you flip a coin to, and if you get heads, there's a route between the two cards. If you get tails, there isn't. Now, I didn't happen to have any coins to hand when I was doing this, so I decided to just roll a d6 for each possible connection and say if it was an even number, there was a connection between the two cards, and if it was an odd number, there wasn't. And as you can see here, what I'm doing is, as I roll the d6s, I'm putting them in the space between the cards where the connections may or may not be. And what I'm going to do is afterwards, once I've finished rolling them all, I'm then going to have a quick look at them and work out which of my areas of different terrain are actually connected. And what I'm now going to do is I'm going to draw in lines between the different areas to show where there are connections. In this case, there's a connection between the isolated plains and the Red Canyon. There's a connection between the Golden Lands of Shining Earth and the Burning Wastes. There's a connection between the sprawling desert and stone spires and the split earth above the fiery chasm and between the mountainous sandstone heights and the burning wastes with a magical aura. So let's remove those D6s and add in the lines showing the various connections. 
at this point we can actually remove the cards entirely and the d20s as well we don't really need them anymore because they've already established these different terrain areas points of interest and we now have the connections between them so we can just as long as we know what what the layout was we can just stick with that looking at the layout we've arrived at we can see that we have two distinct areas on the west there are four different areas of terrain isolated plains of dry earth with tournament grounds the red canyon with its strange circus the sprawling desert and stone spires and the split earth above a fiery abyss that are all linked together on the easternmost side of this small map we have the golden lands of shining earth with their zoo apparently the mountainous sandstone heights with ruins and the burning waste with a magical aura and a tavern that are also linked together however there is no direct link between the two and floating between them we have the rolling dunes of golden sand with a no doubt ruined and partially buried university in it now the way the booklet describes this is if there's no direct link between them there's a significant impediment to progress in that direction or you have to take some special means to bridge that gap so given that we have a fiery abyss and a rolling desert between the two areas i would say that perhaps this desert is so expansive and so dangerous that almost no one has managed to cross it without perishing and that you either have to hire special guides or use special equipment or airships or something like that to be able to pass over this chasm riven desert in order to get to the other side however the potential ruined university in the desert does provide a reason why people may want to explore it and risk the dangers there perhaps there is ancient knowledge or treasure that is reputed to lie below the sands in the buried and if rumor is to be believed intact ancient university from the olden days where magic flowed across the lands and ancient races walked at will and this is something the sandbox creator booklet encourages you to do to think about how you can tweak all of these different points of interest to have them fit in with the particular biome or setting that you're trying to create now obviously i'm not going to go through elaborating on all of these points of interest and bits of terrain we have here i'm sure you're more than capable of doing that yourself and realm fables produces a couple of books of random tables that could be like world creator books that could be really useful in this regard however if just having a quick glance over the map that we've created we've already come up with a bit of a legend concerning the desert and the university that could easily be expanded on looking at this strange circus that dwells in the canyon battered by strong winds i'm already thinking that perhaps rather than being a circus strictly speaking this is perhaps the sort of traveling train of the people who live in the desert perhaps they're the descendants of the great race that once lived there and maybe if you can get in good with them they can lead you down the secret paths into the chasm and through the only safe way through the rolling dunes of golden sand to the strange lands that lie beyond it which are also peppered with mountainous sandstones and ruins from a bygone age so there we are it probably took me all told about half an hour using the sandbox creator to create 
the small map which you can still see down in the corner of the screen and that's including messing around setting up cameras digging out my dice and stuff like that i reckon if you were all set up to go and you were just doing it for yourself you could probably do it in 10 minutes tops easy and obviously it doesn't do all of the work for you but what it does is it gives you a good starting point and you don't just have to stick to doing a point crawl like i've done here there's also guidelines for using it to make hex crawls and stuff like that i went for a point crawl because i'm a big fan of them and i'm on a bit of a point crawl binge at the moment but there's other stuff in here that's very useful and considering this was a stretch goal in their kickstarter i think this book is one of my favorite things about their kickstarter and i'll see if i can dig out links as to where you can get this if not i'll suddenly put a link to the original kickstarter in the description of this episode but i think it's a great tool if you're starting off a new campaign and you maybe need a bit of a jump start to your imagination just to get things going and set you off in the right direction and obviously you're not beholden to anything in here you can tweak it or change it as you see fit for your game but i think this is a really great resource and i loved the almost sort of like mini game aspect of you know laying out the cards rolling the dice seeing the sort of landscape build up in front of you and it really gets your sort of creative juices flowing as you start to think well why is there a, a circus in this red canyon that's battered by strong winds why is the canyon red when there's golden dunes just to the east of it and stuff like that so it's a great tool for if you suffer a bit from analysis paralysis you know looking at that blank page and not being able to make the first mark on it you could do far worse than check out the realm fables sandbox creator just as a bit of a source of inspiration from you i highly recommend it i'm really fond of this and i'm hoping that perhaps after i've wrapped up my current campaign to maybe try as an experiment running a little mini campaign using this as the starting point i'm not sure whether i'll use the map i've come up with today for this episode i might do who knows we'll just see how i'm feeling at the time but i'm going to feel a lot more confident having this beside me going into creating a fresh point crawl or hex crawl campaign it's going to be a real boon to osr gamers and obviously you can use it to map out areas of existing campaign worlds so there we go realm fables sandbox creator a great resource if you're just getting started in a campaign setting and you want a sort of vague map to give you guidelines and inspiration so i'd love to hear what you think have you tried the sandbox creator have you tried any other methods of randomly generating point crawl or hex crawl maps in your game if you have call in or leave us an email i'd love to hear what you have to say on the matter and if you do want to get in touch you can do so in a number of different ways you can leave us a voicemail message using speakpipe or anchor i'll put a link in the description of this episode or you can drop us an email to rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com so until we see you again take care stay safe and whatever you're playing have fun we'll catch you soon Yeah, in retrospective, I probably should have taken the jokers out before I started doing this.